Good morning. It's Saturday, January the 14th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's enter into a season of consecration this morning. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. And Jesus, we belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a living sacrifice to you. Jesus, I belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And as you can hear in the background, Lucy, my little Chihuahua Jack Russell Terror, also wants to belong to Jesus. Well, our entry today is called, it's a Saturday, so it's a Holy Spirit story. The name of the story is Her Name Was Mercedes. Our text today, Acts 1, verse 8, hear the word of the Lord. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's Holy Spirit story comes from Christy Day. It's a story both heart-wrenching and hopeful. It tells of the extraordinary character of she and her husband Charles' son, Christopher. The name means Christ-bearer. You will quickly and easily see the resemblance. Here it is in her own words, and if you're able to listen in her own voice. Her name was Mercedes. That's all I remember about the first time I met her in the ICU room where my youngest son, Chris, was on a ventilator fighting an infection that was taking his life. She walked quietly in the door and politely asked if I needed the area cleaned and the trash taken out. The room was littered with leftover fast food containers my husband and I had collected through the long hours waiting for some improvement in Christopher's vital signs. Each day after that, she would come in always asking what I needed and going straight to work. She spoke very little, but her kind eyes and gentle spirit were comforting to me. Even though Christopher had been born with a spinal cord defect, he never let it slow him down. Hot Wheels was a nickname he was given because of his skills using a wheelchair at an early age. When his classmates in elementary school asked him sensitive questions such as, What's wrong with you? He would proudly answer nothing. I was born with a myelomeningocele and an Arnold Chiari II malformation in my brain. This always impressed his friends. 
Nothing stopped Christopher from living life to the fullest. He entered preschool at three, kindergarten at five, and graduated high school and enrolled in college at 18. Just like his brother and sister, he got his driver license at 16. When he was six, he played challenger baseball, and in middle school, he was part of a competitive swim team. He played wheelchair basketball on a traveling team in high school. He was a percussionist in the marching band. As a part of the praise band at church, he played bass guitar. His first job was working in the nursery at church in high school. He was very active in youth activities at church. In college, Christopher applied and was accepted to work at Disney World for a semester. From 2011 to 2016, he spent almost four years bedridden in long-term care hospitals receiving wound care. At this time, he wrote an upbeat, often funny column for his church's newsletter. He also photographed the world outside his hospital window and sold the photos to raise money for Feed the Children. During the last two years of his life, he worked as a scheduler for an appliance company from his bed where he spent his day. Nothing could stop him. His life verse was, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Philippians 4.13 God had answered many of my prayers throughout Chris's lifetime when we thought his life was in danger. Now in March of 2018, it seemed God had stopped hearing my prayers for my son. An antibiotic-resistant infection had ravaged his body. Nothing the doctors did seemed to offer hope. Months before this, Chris requested to never be left on a ventilator indefinitely. On March 9th, it was time for his dad and I to sign the paperwork that allowed him to be removed from the ventilator and put on hospice care. His body was shutting down. God seemed so distant. However, I kept hearing a voice say, if you love him, you have to let him go. Three days later, as we watched Christopher slowly fading away, his father and I stroked his face and held his hand in ours as we told him how much we loved him. I softly played the Christian songs on my phone's playlist that had encouraged us all during the last few years. Many prayers were spoken over him. As I was outlining his face with my finger, just as I had when he was a baby to help him go to sleep, there was a familiar face at the door. It was Mercedes. She was now working on a different floor of the hospital. She asked if her trash needed emptying, and for some reason I said yes and invited her in. When she saw Christopher, she hurriedly went over to me and held me in her arms. She pulled me close and whispered, Oh, Mama, Mama, Mama. My tears began to flow freely as she held me close. It felt like the arms of God embracing me as our tears mixed together. I turned around and I heard my husband say, He's gone. The song softly playing on my phone was Twilight Paris singing, How beautiful, how beautiful the heart that bled, that took all my sins and bore them instead. How beautiful when humble hearts give the fruit of pure lives so others may live. How beautiful is the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit and Mercedes awakened the Holy Spirit in me, and I was reminded he will never leave me nor forsake me. It was March 12, 2018.
In a few weeks, we would observe Holy Week and celebrate Easter. It was so clear. I finally knew that I knew that I knew what this was all about. God understood the pain of losing a son, yet he knew the rest of the story. His love for us is greater than we could ever imagine. He might even use a cleaning lady named Mercedes to be his messenger of love and hope to a mom with a broken heart. Wake up, sleeper. We are surrounded by angels, often in the clothing of mortals like Mercedes. How beautiful is the body of Christ. And always pray about with whom you might share a story like today's. It could be right on time for many. The prayer, Father, we thank you for Christy and Charles, and especially for Christopher, the extraordinary Christ bearer in his life, his suffering, his death, and now in his place in the church eternal. And thank you for Mercedes, the unknowing angel who embraced a heartbroken mother with the love of Jesus Christ. Thank you for inspiring and empowering us to be such witnesses. Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question, how were you moved by the Spirit in today's story? And what is stirred by the Spirit in you now? And for our hymn today, I'd love it if you would take four minutes and 40 seconds and watch and listen to this song referenced in today's story, How Beautiful by Twyla Paris. It's one of my favorites, and this rendering of it on YouTube is stunning. You will want to play it again and sing along, and the words are on the screen as it unfolds in case. You can find the link to that in today's email. And as always, here's a couple of PSs. Uh, as always, Holy Spirit stories are welcome. I'd love it if you'd send a story of faith from your life we might use on a Saturday in the future. We'll be glad to attach your name or a pseudonym or anonymity. It's up to you. It can be a story of coming to faith a story of transformation, a story of healing, deliverance, suffering, insufficient grace, family reconciliation, prodigal returns, answered prayer, unanswered prayer, and so forth. Word count of five to 800 words works well. We can't guarantee publication, but assure you of our prayerful discernment. And you can reply to this email with your story, and it will come to me. And here's one more quick one for today. Do let me know if you'd be interested in a course I'm praying about teaching in March. It's called How to Pray and Fast for Life and Awakening. I'm trying to assess interest. You can see some info and take the one-minute three-question survey at the link in the bottom of today's email. Well, that's a wrap for Saturday. I know it's time to head out on the field. Lots of sowing to be done today. So take plenty of seed 
and I'll see you out there on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.